It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while that we don't do a podcast, a one of these talks with you guys and, and help you guys catch up to everything we've been up to and everything we've been doing and everything that's been happening. The fun stuff. All the, the meats f- and fun, potatoes. Fun, scary, exciting, life-altering. Man, it's like, I think, like, a lot of people must be going through a lot of this stuff, but maybe we can tell them some of the stuff we've experienced and the stuff that we've been going through and how we're coping with it and how miracles do happen and how there's some way there's life after death and then there's some way somehow when certain things pass, other things kind of are born. Yeah. You know, it's like, like it has completely altered the way I think, the way I behave. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's different now. You know, everything is different now. Like everything is different now. Yeah, it's been a humbling experience. It's been a humbling experience, as you guys know. This 2020. It's 2020, right? As you guys know, back in March, we had to close down our business. We were teaching one day. On a Thursday, and then the next day, we weren't teaching anymore. It was done. Closed shop. Yeah, that was March 13th when we had to close shop. And then we closed shop for what? Two months and a half? Almost three months? Three months. We closed shop for three months. Uh, We were given the okay to open up again in June. On June 8th. June 8th. Yep, June 8th. So, yeah, Uh, it was was close to three months. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, some of those months have 31 days. So, it kind of, you know... the week-wise, it's about three months. And we open up. It's not the stellar opening that we would expect just because it's understandable. Yeah, it's COVID. There's a virus out there, COVID. Uh, parents are scared, right, sending their kids. But it's their generation to shine because the people that are more at risk are older folks. People that are less at risk, according to statistics, are the 20-year-olds, the teens, and the kids. That's and right. If they, if they do get it, which they, they do get it, it's not as bad for them. It's not as bad for them. Now, all the folk, it's, it's tough. So it hasn't been a stellar summer camp. <laughs> it has not been a stellar summer camp, and... Then in the middle of that, we're worrying about if 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 we should continue with summer camp or not. Our dog passes away. He gets sick. Yeah, and out of the blue, he out died bl- within... Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Just like that. Started. Found him in the kitchen. Yeah. Dead. And then uh, we spoke about this in our vlog. That's right. Right. Um, at a kick out your ticket on YouTube. That's the plug. Right? <laughs> That's the plug right there. But uh, he left us a gift. He did. He did. And it that's your favorite nice gift right now. Right? That's my favorite toy right now. That's your favorite toy right now. So life passed. And then two days later. We're given a beautiful given gift. A gift. Of life. Yeah, a brand new three week old baby kid. Yeah, I'm not pregnant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, a beautiful three-week-old baby kitten, uh, and she's brought kind of life back into our house with that's stuff. Right. 
And then once we're really happy, um, we come to a conclusion that we have to close our business. That's right. Our business has to close. The physical location of our business has to close. Um, it's like a restaurant. If there's now people and there's not a line outside the restaurant, that restaurant's not making money. That's right. They can be doing takeout. But it's, I don't think it would be enough. They it's need not that, enough. They need the, the alcohol sales. They need, a while beer. you're waiting yeah. for your table to be served, they want you at the bar ordering a drink, like you just said. Yeah, or appetizers or Having anything. Having a good time. Yeah, just right? chilling. And do you really want to go into empty restaurants? Like, that's not, like, if you see a restaurant that's nice and crowded and full and the energy is nice and good, and then you see a restaurant that's completely empty with only maybe one person, that you don't want to be there. No, I want to be You're like, where, why where is jamming? everybody there? Because there's fun and good. Exactly. So now if you're walking around trying to find a restaurant and it's empty, it just doesn't feel the same. No, and, and you know what? To be honest, even though uh, we're very precautious, I wouldn't want to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, not I, I not feel yet. bad because not you yet. should support your local restaurants. But I, I mean, but we, we do. We do. We, we do, do the takeout. We do takeout. We do do takeout. But eating there... Um, it's just yeah. It is it's right worrisome. now. It, we just don't know enough. I mean, listen. When you're opening up your phone and you're going into your Facebook or Instagram, and the first thing popping up is they just recorded a new high for the day from the previous high, you start thinking, hey, you know what? I think staying home is a good idea. And we have been staying home. <laughs> we have. We have been staying home. We're we're teaching martial arts from home. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're teaching kids, adults. I mean, we're having a great time via Zoom. And we're teaching kids there. We're having a, a ball. and But it's when it comes to restaurants and the economy and stuff like that, it's it's tough. Because yes. how do you... You can't do Zoom for restaurants. You can just do takeout. Exactly. And how do you how do you blame someone to not bring their kids to camp when it's, it's scary out there? I mean, some people believe, some people don't, and some people are in the middle. But and the funny thing is that the media, like we always complain about the media. We always say, you know, the media is always fear mongering. The media is always throwing this and it's trying to divide us and it's trying to do this. But you go down your social media feed and you have it coming from everybody now. Everybody's fear mongering. You have one side showing what the other side is doing bad. And then you have the, the other side showing what the other side is doing bad. And it's just... Now it's just getting, it's getting too crazy. It's getting, because nobody is stepping back anymore. Nobody. And everybody's right and nobody's wrong. Yeah. Everyone's right, nobody's wrong. And, and now everybody's fear-mongering. Everybody's saying it's not COVID. Uh, it, it, it's fake. Then you have those saying, it is. People are dying. It's going crazy. Then you have those then you saying, have those five G five G. Then you have uh, then you have oh it's all Antifa. They have no it's this no it's that and no it's this no it, it's just it's so much. It's so divided. There's it's so, so much divided. Division. But everybody's fear mongering because everybody's trying to prove why their side is always right. And oh. it doesn't matter which side it is you're on. It doesn't matter you you you're just hearing why your side is right and the other side is wrong. Whether you believe in a, in, in a virus or not, there's mm-hmm. two sides to it. You have people who believe in it, people who don't. People who say it's not that bad. People who say it's going to kill everybody. And both sides always have valid points. Yeah. Because you can go and research everything, but what 
but now what everybody's doing is look, I need to prove, I need to show this to the world because if I show it to everybody, then they're going to understand how true it is. Exactly. And then once you put it out there, you have the other person from the other side who's going to shoot back and go, nope, because of this and this and this and that. Whatever it is. You and know, everybody's does, right. And everybody's right. It doesn't have to be just about the virus or corona. It could be about these riots or the protests or Trump or the police or whatever it is. But everybody's either you're attacking the police or you're defending the police or you're attacking the white race or you're attacking the black race. Or But everybody's always throwing something. And no matter what you throw, there's always going to be a rebuttal to whatever you're throwing. So it's just creating more tension. Along, it's just creating more, more tension. And there's always going to be injustice in both sides. It's gonna, we're humans. Well, exactly. We're not perfect. And but that's one of the most beautifulest things of America is that you can actually speak your point. But now, lately, everybody gets so offended. Yeah, everybody gets offended, and it, everybody's everybody's just getting upset. It, it, no one, like you, like we always say, no one is practicing the listen to understand rather than uh, listen to reply. Yeah. You know what? I got caught up in it for a minute, and then I was like, you know what? I just, I can't. I'm not about that. I can't, I can't. It's too, it takes too much from you. It you does. Know, because trying to, because then you respond something, mm-hmm. right? You write something, you respond something, and then somebody writes something that, whether you agree with it or not, you're tempted to respond. And then you get into these little arguments. And the thing with the arguments is that no one ever, I mean, I've actually had discussions with people where they come out pretty, pretty awesome. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. I understand now why you feel that way. But then I've had others that I'm like, wow, I just wasted my whole entire time just trying to what? Prove what? They don't care. They're not going to listen. I think it's just sometimes I stopped. Like, I don't, I, I, I just, I had to stop. I couldn't, I couldn't do, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was done. I don't post, I don't make any post on any side anymore. I'm done with that. I'm just, you know what? If you're focusing your whole day on that, then that's you're not you're, working. Yeah. You, that's what your mind's going to be. Then you're not working your plan. You're not working your plan. You, you, you're letting the plan work you. Yep. And you're part of the plan. Whether you believe it or not, you're part of the plan. How? However you believe it. That's true. <laughs> However you believe it, you're part of the plan. If you're the plan well, of, of yeah. believing or attacking or defending, you're still part of the plan. Because there's somebody that created that plan or created that, that circumstance to create that division or that argument or whatever it is. So you're, if, unless you completely... Take yourself away from everything and you're not on either side and say, you know what? I need to live my life. I need to worry about my family. I need to take care of me. I need to do what works best for me. But all this fighting going back and forth is going, and it's hard to do because then you have, so many people are fighting and you have to be ready for the fight. You cannot just let, you cannot let, you cannot just ignore a fight because they're going to hit you. You should be aware of it. But if you consume your mind with it and you consume every single hour and day and trying to and trying to argue with this and argue with this and post here and comment here. You know what? Sometimes all you have to do is type it out. Write it all out. Put those punctuations at those exclamation points. <laughs> add a little heart because you're talking from the heart. Add a brain because what you're saying is smart. Do it whatever you want to do. And then once you finish, look at it, read it once or twice. And then erase it. Don't even send it. Don't even send it. Sometimes you just need to write it. You don't even need to send it. 
Because I've, you know what? That's how I, I managed to get myself out of it. I would write it. Then I'm like, you know what? It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. What's the point? I'm going to get into an argument with somebody I know on, on social media. And if, then I'm going to get into an argument with somebody who I know and I probably, probably respect. Because if they're my friends on social media, then eh, good. But then you have those that are not your friends on social media. And what do, you, what do they care what you have to say and what do you care what they have to say? You guys don't even know each other. Why argue with each other? He's going to try to convince you that you're wrong and you're going to try to convince them that they're wrong. It's, it, it's a battle. Learn, pick and choose your battles. Pick and choose your battles. And talking about picking and choosing your battles, we picked and chose a battle to focus on a business and we had to close it down. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew it was a battle we couldn't win. And that's why we decided to say, you know what? It's, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. We're closing it down. But... People believe in us and what we can do for children and the type of program that we can create or that we have created and that we worked so hard for in 10 years. And I think people saw that and we, we got an opportunity of a lifetime. We did. You know, with an established business. Here in the area. That's right, here in South Florida. And... Now we're joining forces, and our clubhouse is going to be better than ever now. It's, That's right. Everything we've ever, ever wanted is going to be there. I remember I used to tell the kids, you know, if I had more um, access to funds, I would get you guys this. I would get you guys that. I just can't afford it. But I want to be able to provide you guys a safe haven, a safe place where it's fun as hell, man. That's right. Where it's fun because you're only a kid once. And, and you should have a short period of time. You're, you are, you sp- most of your life is spent as an adult and not as a kid. You only get that period once. Why not make it as fun as possible? And we wanted to create this space where the kids can go to every day. And unfortunately, we never had enough funds to be able to do it. We put all our life savings into, into Super Kids Clubhouse. Yeah, we did. You know, we, we put everything sweat, tears, money, everything. And somebody saw, and they approached us, this gentleman, and, and now we're joining teams with a, a reputable company in here in South Florida, and now we're going to start business over there, working our camps, but this place has everything I wanted to have and we wanted to have for our clubhouse. Laser awesome? tags, uh-huh. arcade, live uh, half court basketball courts, soccer, soccer. batting cages. Mm-hmm. Like they, we had the arts, but we were a sports facility. Exactly. Because we were martial arts. But we had the arts. We used to do, you know, a lot of arts and crafts, a lot of Lego activities, but we never had enough space to be able to be really competitive and, and work the sport aspect of a clubhouse. Exactly. And now we got it. We got the opportunity to run these sports because we used to take the sports and do it once a week at the park. Exactly. We used to do sports with them at the park. Now, we can run sports with them throughout the day. And it's something that we've wanted to do. We haven't had the chance to do it, but now, but now we can. So, 
that's going to be amazing. It's going to be an amazing summer. I think right now with this opportunity, you know what? A lot of people wished us when, when we announced that we were closing down the clubhouse. A lot of people wished us, hey, you know what? You guys are going to come back bigger and better than ever. And the universe heard. They did. The universe heard your prayers from the people that that surround us. It was fast within two days. Within two no, the same Saturday night that we sent that email out. <laughs> that two days later we, we had to send another. He texted. <laughs> yeah. That's and then I just kind of blew it off. Yeah, that's right. Because I was like, no one's coming to camp. Just you know, there is kids coming to camp. But I'm just saying, compared to what it used to be. So we used to have 80 kids in camp. Mm-hmm. We used to have 80 kids in camp. And now we're topping at about 10, but what would help us maintain and stay afloat is 30. 30, that's right. So we just chose to cut it quits. Yeah, because 10 was... We, we were paying out of our pocket. We were paying out of our pocket, completely. We didn't have, we didn't have any pockets to pay from. <laughs> and now we're, we, we teamed up, and it's going to be an amazing experience. No, I think the kids are going to have a blast. Even our son was like, hey, I'm coming I'm on Monday. I'm coming. That's right, I'm coming. We're going to have some fun. Yep. So come on, guys. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, we're going to, you know what, we're, we're getting everything ready because it, we're a week away. Oh, no less. Less than a week. That's right. So this weekend, we're going to be selling everything. We're liquidating our place because we don't need any of our stuff. Just a couple of things, yeah. but not too much. Yeah. So liquidation's happening, which I, at first, it was really sad when the email got sent out. But now I'm excited. It's like, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. It's a new adventure. Yeah. And um, so we're getting rid of all that stuff on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we have to have the whole area, that whole section set up already. So that's going to be fun. Like, it's, I think it, I, the coaches are super excited. Everybody's excited. Kids are excited. Coaches are excited. I think parents are excited because we're getting a lot of feedback now from a lot of parents saying that they want to now join us. I mean, we did increase the space by 3,000 square feet. And activities by like tenfold. By tenfold. We're going to have so many activities. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. All right, so that's where we're at right now. We are in the start of a brand new venture. That's right, with a with a partner that we've never had before. Technically, we've always been doing. We've always done it alone. It's been a mom and pop store. That's what the clubhouse is. A lot of people thought, you know, it's a franchise and stuff. We're a mom and pop store, and and we try to do something good for the community, for the kids of the community, for the kids in our area, and we've managed to do that. But unfortunately. Coronavirus came around and shut everybody down of the service industry. It had a different, different plan. But you know what? This plan's going pretty awesome. Let's see, right? Where where it takes us. You know what? It I read something uh the other day said um um everything grows in the in the rain. So um everything grows in the rain. So when it's storming outside. I'll show you. Uh, yeah, that's right. I have it. You have it? Yeah. What does it say? Let's see who finds it first. It says, without rain, nothing grows. Learn to embrace the storms in your life. Yeah? That is beautiful. And right now, we've gone through some storms. Oh, my God. Remember we sat here and we cried? It was it was tough. It was really tough. It was actually really tough to be able to do um, to uh, the farewell, goodbye. to yeah. say goodbye. But we were leaving. Yeah, we were done. We were done. There was nothing for us here in South Florida. We were, but the beauty of it 
was that we were going to be able to, we could move anywhere we wanted to. Anywhere. And we wanted to give something else a try. Yeah. I, 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 think, um, I think fresh beginnings are awesome. Yeah, so we're going to be staying in South Florida for, for our... <laughs> so well, it is a fresh beginning. It is a fresh beginning with a new venture, new place, new clubhouse, new, new, new par- partners in a way, right? Uh, and do you think she needs to go? Yes. So a little kitty cat just woke up, and usually when she wakes up, she tries to find her her little box. So yeah, she's gonna go ahead and we don't want her. Yep, she's looking for something. You see it? Look. Mm -hmm. Come on, Chitara. There you go. So we named her Chitara. Uh, Chitara is a character from the Thundercats from back in my day, the Thundercats, and Chitara. So she is. She did use the sandbox. The little box. There we go, you see? So she was looking for it. She actually woke up. She sleeps in the couch right next to us. And uh, that's a, and she's like she's turning five weeks only, and she already knows how to use the little box. She, we have such advanced little beautiful animals. Yeah, she is pretty. She is pretty. She's a pretty cool cat. She's a pretty cool cat. Uh, hey, she's so. A cool cat. Talk. Talk to me. Talk to me. So. We open. We're opening up on that side, and do we have kind of an idea of what's happening now with uh with the school intended? Like, does anyone know what's going on with schools? All right. So there's some here in Florida for at least is what I can speak about. Here in Florida, they have uh, they're thinking about half virtual, half at campus. They're thinking about Mondays, Tuesdays, certain students will be there, and then on Wednesdays they would be cleaning everything, and then Thursdays and Fridays another group of kids would, would come there. And I've also heard things where kids would go in the morning and certain kids would go in the afternoon, but they would have to disinfect sometime throughout the day, okay. I, I, I assume. Um, and I don't think any of that makes any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What, so if your child goes to school in the afternoon, your four-year-old, five-year-old child goes to school in the afternoon, let me see if he doesn't go to school in the morning. Who does he stay with while the parent goes to work? They can stay with us. SKC. They can stay with us. if That's right. They, they might be able to stay with us. Let's see how that works out. Now, here, here's another thing. Uh, let's say they have days on and days off. Can a four-year-old, a pre-K, a kindergartner, a first grader stay home alone? No. Can't do it. But they got the, SKC. They got, they got the clubhouse. They can't, you have first, second, third, fourth grade. Maybe fifth graders can stay home alone. Maybe. Uh-huh. But that's pushing it because not, at that age, you're nine, ten years old. Yeah, no, no, at that. Some kids can. Some kids are very good. But there's some kids that you know which kids. You're like, man, my kid, he can't stay home alone. He's no, gonna, no. You... He, he's going he's gonna to destroy the house. No, it's gonna, true. It's gonna, true. Yeah. Oh, he'll hurt himself. He'll Forget hurt himself. destroying the yeah, house. The house will burn. Yeah, oh, yeah, can, the house will burn down. Yeah, he'll hurt himself. Or the kid will, you'd come home and the kid will have a messed up neck. I have a solution. and But nobody's listening. I'm listening. But, well, are you guys listening? Hello? All right. Here, here goes my solution. All right, it's a crazy it's, idea. It's a pretty good one. And it, ha- it has a con. And we'll go over the con. Because there's, there's a but. There's a big but there. <laughs> I got big but and I cannot lie. The other All right. <laughs> so, uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers are old enough 
for the most part, to stay home alone. They can, they can at least make themselves something to eat throughout the day, that, which means they won't starve. And mostly all of them know how to wipe their ass yeah. at that age. That's it. They're, they're pretty good. Okay? Um, so if they can do virtual schooling, that would have middle schools across, across Florida. I'm, I'm speaking from Florida because it's, there's a lot of uh, uh, positive cases here. Right? Um, high schools and middle schools will be empty. So you take the elementary school age students and you spread them out across all these empty schools. So I would say that the fourth and fifth graders will probably go to the high schools because they're the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. Second and third graders will stay in the middle schools because it's not as big. And I would say the pre-K through first grade would have to stay in the elementary schools because everything is made a a little bit smaller. And then you can spread the kids out. But then that requires a lot more teachers. So a broken system that was already broke. That it was already in, in, in shambles. Exactly. Now you just made them bust, bust at the seams. Yep. Because there's not enough money. They already had cut art programs. They cut art programs all the time. They cut, they cut um, music I mean, they programs. Are, they are cutting programs now. They're cutting a lot of programs well, they, when they start school. Well, they started cutting programs back in the day, four, three, five, six years ago. There's never enough funding for schools. They got funding for everything else, but they don't have funding for schools. These right? beautiful tanks that the police have. Let me stop. <laughs> Listen, but, they, and they're, you know, I believe, the, you know, what, let's talk about the police then. I, I think there should be, they shouldn't defund the police because I think that's dumb as well. But they're funding them in the wrong way. They're giving military tanks to them instead of training them so issues like these don't happen. Yeah. I mean, training is... It, yeah, but it takes money to yeah, train. It, and it's very simple to... It, it, it's de-escalating, de-escalating tactics. Uh, you can have hand-to-hand combat where they can learn how to disarm somebody or... Take somebody down in a proper position. Like they're they're saying that chokeholds shouldn't be allowed. Why not? I think chokeholds should be allowed. But you have to know how to use a chokehold. You can't just say this is what you're gonna do and crank the guy's neck back in a way where you can either paralyze the person or kill them. But if you know how to apply it, you'll be able to control somebody very easily. But you have to know when the person passes out, you, you have to be trained to let go. Yeah. You're not a dog like the dogs they train. Dogs get trained not to release. They get trained to lock on and hold on to that perp. That's what they're trained for. You, ne- you don't see it anymore where a, a, a police canine gets given an order, he immediately releases. You, you always see them trying to take them off. Yeah. There's no training. So if a police officer, a human, a human being, doesn't know when to let go because the person's going to die, then you're doing just what the dog is doing. That means you're just as a dog because that means you don't know how to let go. But you have to learn how to let go. You have to, and you have to train. Like, we're martial artists. Mm -hmm. We train on fighting. We we train on, 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 on the martial art. But if you stop training your skills are going to go away. And that's when, and that it goes away fast. It's like lifting weights. You start lifting weights and during this quarantine, I think a lot of people haven't been to the gym as much and you might 
when you us go included. back, us included, we, we haven't been back to the gym. Uh, and you should notice that you will lose a little bit of strength. A little. A lot. A lot. And muscle galore. So if you're not training on proper technique on how to get somebody on the floor, maybe through jiu-jitsu training, maybe through martial arts training, through whatever training, right? But you do deserve some sort of hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, where but, you but understand the police, they need they have, they need they need a lot of training. They need they need they need to di- redirect the funding they get to make better qualified people. Why do we get certain tests uh, or um, every couple of years on on something like eye tests? That when you go to the to eye to the eye doctor, mm-hmm. right? All right. Or, or you get a test when you they get your license. You have to see a, a letter on the board. They give mm-hmm. you a test. Hey, are you capable? All right. Same thing with officers. Give them the training, and they should be able to acquire. I've completed 10 hours of... So, man, how about you fly an airplane? How many hours do you need in order to fly a commercial airliner? Why? You're putting a lot of lives at risk. You're tired. I was a little sleepy. All right. So... Keep going. And you have... They need 10,000 hours... Or some sort of crazy hours. What about to just sky jump, to to sky jump from to an sky airplane? Dive, yeah. Right. To go by yourself, I think you need. How many how many jumps do you need? I don't know. How, how about to fly a, a regular plane? How many hours do you need, or how many flight hours do you need in order to be able to fly on your own? I don't know that answer. I'm it's just like saying. Four fifty. Right. So it you. Yeah. Now. And as, then for the commercial ones, it's like four thousand hours. Then if you have a police officer. You can't just say, well, they need better training. Yeah, but it takes money. Mm-hmm. But they're redirecting the money to the wrong things. They're giving them tanks. They're giving them... Squat, squat gear. Like, they look like, like military people. Yeah, yeah, they look, why? They but you look know, But tough. you know why? Because they're scared because they're not getting the training. So what do they need to do? If you're scared, what are you going to do? You're going to arm yourself up to the T. That's right. You're going to have guns coming out of your teeth. Why? Because you're scared of everything. Why? Because you don't get enough training. You don't get enough training. You need training. You need de-escalating tactics like a negotiator. Like what happened here in, in Miami in, in, in Miami, a couple of months ago. The UPS, UPS driver gets hijacked. He gets taken hostage. The guys come out. You see all the, all the police department just rushing in with their guns drawn. The guy gets scared or something. I think the UPS driver comes out with his hands up. Everybody's scared. So they start shooting. The driver was scared. The police were scared. So they, but it, but you, but the police scared them. Why didn't they just form a parade and be like, you know what, we're gonna stand here. They, this car cannot go anywhere else. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, how much ammo could they have possibly had in there? Yeah, they they killed an uh, innocent bystander and all and, and all the gentlemen. Yeah. But why wasn't a negotiation started at that point? Somebody that knows how to de-escalate. But isn't that what they used to do? In the movies, I've seen that a lot. Like with the Chuck Nor- or, 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 um Charles Bronson and, yeah, and but we saw the Morgan Waco, Freeman. We saw the Waco, uh, the yeah. Waco Doc- episode, the documentary. Apple, the, that's right. And they had a negotiator, but still they didn't even listen to the, the negotiator. They got tired. They, they didn't want to negotiate with them. They were tired of negotiating. But according the, to the movie. According to the movie. According to the documentary. But... But that's not what you do, right? But... That's why they need training and say, oh, this is not a time to pull out guns because there's an innocent person 
that's been taken hostage, his life is priority number one. And everybody else around. That's so right. right now, it's not time to pull out guns. Right now, they need to be trained to understand that in that precise scenario, it's about de-escalating because there are many innocent lives at hand. Now, if the perps are there alone, come out or you get, or you, or you might get shot if you have weapons and you, you already shot somebody. But now you have a hostage. It's a different, complete scenario. It is, though. It's complete. If they're alone and they already shot somebody, that means they're, they're riding and dying. All right? You already shot somebody. You don't have a hostage. You're going to die, bro. You're going to die. You already try to kill people. You, you're not in, you're, your mental state is not there and you need to be taken out. You're done. But everything changes when there, there's a hostage. Now, you cannot incite a, a, um, a combative stance at that point. You need to be able to take care of the public, you know, because it can be anybody. It can be you. It can be me. It can be a kid. It can be an old lady. It was an old, an old gentleman that got caught in the crossfire and he died. Yeah, but there shouldn't have been a crossfire in the street. I know, but that's the training they need. But they're buying tanks and they're buying, um, um, they're getting armed to the teeth. They look like military yeah, people. Remember um, one of our friends who was a police officer told us that, that they're arming them like if they were going to war? Yeah, they're arming them like they're going to war. And I see the police here. I, I was watching a, a video the other day of a guy getting arrested and people being really nasty to the police, which I think that if the police is doing their job and they're arresting someone in, 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 a, in a decent form, leave them alone. That's not right. Don't, don't start trying to attack them because now you're attacking the police. That's wrong. Listen, people are people, and anybody's going to get offended. So if you and somebody antagonizes you while you're doing your job, how will you respond? You're going to have to t- handle the situation and get angry. You're going to get a- anybody. You're just human. You're going to get angry. You're no, going to get angry. They were, like, hitting them, but like, then, smacking them and yes. hitting them, and that's but, not But good. you don't want to, let's say... Man, if I'm teaching karate in a karate class and I have some idiot coming in and telling me, uh, you suck, you're a bad instructor, F you, and he's slapping me in the back of the head. And you're not doing anything bad. And I'm just teaching my class. I'm doing my job. What am I? I'm going to get upset. Of course. I'm going to get upset. And that's when you get tased. (laughs) And that's when, and if I have a taser, I'm going to freaking tase you. That, and that's hold it. And hold it. I'm going to tase you. You're freaking hitting me. Coach, don't right? hit me for but no reason. I cannot go and instigate a fight. Exactly. And that's where they need training. Okay? Now, you're wrong if you're instigating cops, if you're assaulting a police officer, if you're assaulting anybody. You're wrong. You're wrong. On that part, you're wrong. It doesn't matter who, if what, you're, where, what. And if you're instigating a fight with the public by giving a rough attitude, you're wrong. Yeah. Because maybe that that interaction didn't require maybe that interaction didn't require to be escalated to that point or to have this talk about there that maybe not all calls require a police officer to show up. There should be another department that shows up where it's not a dangerous situation. You know? Exactly. No, and that's the that's the way it should be. So a, a like police that. officer is not needed for everything. I got robbed. That there's no perps here. Like in New York, I think that yeah. Like yes. I got robbed, and they ran away and left. Why does a police officer need to get there now? That's it. No, that's- he, he's not there. He's not there to protect anymore. Now it's an investigation. Now we need a special person that doesn't even have a gun. The people left. 
right? Yeah, why run now the, you're just doing a report. Why run the risk? Or have them come into the to the precinct to do a report. Yes, but why the precinct? Why go to a place where people have a whole bunch of guns? Well, that's true. Then you can. There do should it. be another location, or another place, another another entity mm-hmm. that handles the the smaller the smaller issues, crimes. Yeah. like the why? bike got robbed or this. Yeah, why does a police officer need to get there for? Yeah, it's kind of like New York that has it has the ambulance, which is trained professionals, and then it has the fire department. Two different people here's combined into one. It's combined into one. They they have to know they have to know both, but. There should be different departments for different things. What are they? You know, if hey, I, I'm I'm seeing a person walking with a gun in my property, and he's and he's trying to and he's scoping the that my place through my windows. Cops better get there, right? With yeah. the guns, you yeah. guys come with the guns and take care of that guy outside because he's got a gun. You guys go and go fetch. That's right. Go get him, right? Um, my um, what doesn't we require a police officer? What somebody. Like, why is a police officer called to an accident unless it was something that had to do there we with... Go. Like, there, there we go. There's no... There was... Was there a crime? Was the guy drunk? Okay, but... But somebody else can do that report. Somebody can get there and... And then you can have... You probably have less police in the street. Yeah. And they'd have better hours and shifts because yeah. their shifts are tough and yeah. they work. And I, I feel like they get overworked. They would be in certain places where they are needed most. Exactly. They'll be situated in positions that are mostly needed. And then the stuff that's very, very... If it's a high crime area where, where more burglaries and robberies are happening, then there should be police patrol in that area with guns and stuff because that's that type of neighborhood. If it's a safer neighborhood, why do I, like at my kid's school... Uh, why should you be walking around with a gun? Yeah, no. Why are you walking around with with a gun around kids? Oh, oh because sec- there might be a school shooter. But the security guard that's there should be able to handle that. And he ha- should, but what about if there's a school shooter? Yeah, but what's the statistics? We, we there was one, and and the police officer just ran away. He didn't do anything. I think that's what I'm saying. But what's the t- statistics of that actually happening? It's very low. But it's happened. It ha- but it's happened. I understand. But that's why you have a security guard that has his has good training. They should have tactical police training. But they're just security guards. Mm. But they're not a police a police officer that goes out and does patrol for How the How about area. for truancy and cutting class? Do we need police officers for that? No, man. They shouldn't even get in trouble for that. Who would you want? Going after your child who just decided to skip class, a person that's unarmed or a person that's armed and that can, there's a risk that can shoot your child by accident, mistaken identity, uh, fear, something. Yeah, that's pretty scary. You know, who do you want going at? Who who do you want going to try to find your child and get your child back to you safe? Why would they need to be arrested and charged? Nah, not for that stuff. Like, why? It shouldn't. It shouldn't even be an option. It shouldn't be an option. It shouldn't be even brought up. I mean, they weren't doing anything hateful, harmful. Let's say here's another here's another real quick um, scenario. I'm walking home from a party. It's three blocks away. I drank a little bit too much, and I'm stumbling home. I'm not causing any trouble. 
I'm just stumbling home. Should armed men approach me and risk the possibility of me getting into a fight because I'm already scared of police and police are already scared of the public, uh, should I be arrested or should there be another agency that's, that's not dealing with, with violent criminals but can help me get home safe? I would Walking. want someone that is understanding, that's not going to be uh, judgmental, and that's going to take you home. And that's going to be someone who doesn't have uh, an arm on them, and they're trained to help the public. Now, let me ask you a question. If you walk in the street and someone's drunk, is that... They might be charged for disorderly or, or intoxicated while in public. Yeah, but you can't drink and drive. So how do you get home? How about if you're walking home? That's what I'm saying. So, how, so you're three blocks away. Yeah, I know. So that that that's that's a silly law. Yeah, but you can buy alcohol, but you can drink at a party. So if you're drunk and you're walking home, it's called public intoxication. So let's say you're yeah, st- you know, let's say you're stumbling and you're falling on your face and you freaking hit a car with your head. But you're not intoxicating yourself while you're walking. You're already intoxicated. Correct. So. That's not... But should, should somebody be arrested for that? Or no, should somebody not, help them get should, to they where should, they're going safe? They should help them get them home. They should, they should be helped home. Or you stop the person and say, hey, can I call somebody? Who can I call to get you home? Should Nobody. I'm, okay, so can I take you home? Great. Make sure Stop you in. get... How far, how far are you? Two or three blocks? Come on. How, now you're protecting this person because there's going to be... People out there who are, who are going to take advantage yeah, of a person. Try to rob them. Try to rob them. I saw a video. I saw him. Yeah. You know, there's video. I, I used to see it all the time growing up in Brooklyn. I used to see people coming home drunk, and sometimes I would see them bruised up because that means they got jumped mm-hmm. on their way home from getting drunk. That's so unfair. And they're not even doing anything. They were just walking home. So shouldn't somebody be there to protect them? Yes. Or arrest them? No, and now, protect them. And I'll give a poor individual who probably was just on his going home. He's probably not even a mean drunk. He's probably one of those drunks that get home and just knock out. <laughs> And they don't do anything else. That's all they do is knock out. You're just going to give him a criminal, a criminal uh, uh, past. and probably affect his job because now that's probably one drunk that can probably wake up early and still go to work because there's those drunks out there that it doesn't matter how much they drink. They're function, functioning drunks, which is bad. You shouldn't do that, guys. But there are people like that. Yeah, and that's their choice. That's their choice. That's you're, not, you're, you're a grown adult. You only have four hours of sleep. Hey, listen. You'll pay for it one day. Exactly. One day you're going to pay for it. How about you when you got arrested for unpaid parking tickets? How how, how, how stupid is that? Yeah, I got arrested. I. You didn't even get... Nothing was wrong with your license. I wasn't committing a crime. You weren't committing a crime. They had a stop. Yeah. They had a checkpoint. Yeah. They freaking suspend your license for a ticket that you had, an unpaid parking ticket. Mm-hmm. And you freaking get I arrested. I spent the night. I, I went through central booking. I got my finger my fingerprints ran... I got treated like a criminal. I know, because you didn't pay a parking ticket. That there was is... a checkpoint, and we we were dating. We just came out of a movie. I remember we saw Dogma, bad movie. With, horrible. Horrible movie. With uh, Ben Affleck and... And Matt Damon. Uh-huh. And there was a checkpoint right there in Queens. Cops stopped me, take my license back, comes back, hey, step out of the car. You're coming out. Now, if uh, I would and, and those are setups, in my that's opinion. That's a setup. That's... It's, now, if, but if I would have been drunk while driving, I deserve to be arrested because I could have killed somebody. Yeah. I wasn't drunk. 
I, I was driving with a suspended license because I did I didn't know I had my driver's license suspended. No, yeah. it was a for one unpaid parking one ticket. One paid on parking ticket, and I got arrested for that. They it, took me through the system. I can't believe it because I was there. I could have drove home. They could have just said, "Hey, your license is suspended." You had your license. Yeah, I know. You need to go into the passenger side. Yeah. You, you ma'am, have to drive because he is not allowed to drive. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And hey, you have a ticket that needs to get paid. Make sure you pay it. Yeah. Because 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 it's gonna increase in interest, and uh, they should be they should be looking. But they freaking arrest arrested you. you in handcuffs and all. Yeah, because I made a, I may become violent. Wouldn't that make you become violent? I mean, honestly, if you have another human being coming to you and taking your in your rights away and tying your hands where now For you're vulnerable an un- to any attack. Paid parking ticket. I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't that, that I was, didn't hurt anybody. I wasn't a danger to society. That, that should have been was, something different, right? That, that was a tough that was a tough one for me. It's tough because you're not you're not a criminal. But you're being treated like one. But which you get is treated a cri- a cri- criminally, whether it's a parking ticket or I got treated as if I would have raped somebody, or if I would have attacked somebody, which I never did. Yeah. That's a, they grabbed my hands and they put them behind my back. And they, they put me in handcuffs. They sat me in the car in an uncomfortable car. They took me. They patted me down. They they um they made me take off my shoelaces so I wouldn't commit suicide. Um, <laughs> for an unparking for an un- unpaid, unpaid parking, parking ticket. ticket. I had to sleep the night there in the bullpens with with criminals. With people with, who with with real criminals, people that were actually out in public committing crimes, stealing, uh, robbery, um, drunk drivers, yeah, fighting. You get put in time out for that. Now I got put in the for freaking parking ticket. Exactly. I took my girl out on a date to go watch a movie, and because I forgot a parking ticket. I got yeah, arrested. That was wrong. I got arrested for that. That was wrong. So there you have it. There you have it. So that's I think they should they should not defund the police because they actually need funding to create a better system yep. program instead of investing everything in in tanks because that shows us that you guys are just scared of us. You're scared of the whole public. Because what do you need a tank for? Is, are tanks attacking you? Yeah, that's scary. Well, what are, you, what, what are you guys doing with that? Who are you planning to use it on? On us? On me? For my unpaid parking ticket? <laughs> You're going to come with me after a, with a tank? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Do you want your little girl or your, or your young boy, 14, 15, decides to cut class? You want a man with a gun finding him? Yeah, no. What did he do? No. He cut class? He's coming back home. It's true. I agree. And I'm with you 100%. Should they be putting handcuffs? No. And taken to the system and treated like a criminal? No. Because you cut one class? No, because then they don't take the law, they don't take it seriously. So, guys, we spoke a lot today. We had a great time. Join us, subscribe, listen to our podcast, go to uh, Kid Guy You Ticket on YouTube and watch our channel. All right, guys, we will see you on the next one. Peace. We're out.